Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. How do you respond to tough feedback? This has been something that I've been thinking about a lot recently in my business and also with the people that I coach. And in the membership and with coaching that I do and connecting with realtors, I often find that there is a big difference between the people having success and the people that are not having success. And most of the time, I find that the people having success respond well when they hear tough feedback, and people that are not having success don't respond well to tough feedback, you know, tough information, criticism, whatever you want to call it. And the people that are not having success, they often make excuses. They blame someone else. They say it's not their fault. They say it's a misunderstanding. And so I believe that so much of your success in the real estate business or whatever business you're in, so much of that success can go back and be traced to how you respond to tough feedback and hard conversations, right? So I've shared on this show about the importance of having hard conversations right from the person sharing the feedback, right? And I've talked about advocating for yourself. Sometimes that takes tough conversations and hard conversations and giving hard feedback. But today, I want you guys to think about and I want to focus on how you're receiving that feedback. And I want to share a couple examples with you. So again, I talk to multiple realtors a week. And like I said, the ones that I find that are not having success are not responding well to tough feedback or tough conversations. And guys, as realtors, you have to be good at this. And if you're not, you better get good at it because almost every single transaction in your real estate business, there is going to be something that comes up where you're going to get some news that you don't like, right? The home didn't appraise. The home inspection had these huge issues. I just went through that with one of my transactions, right? There's all these different things that come up that you you have to be able to take in the feedback, understand, apply what the person is saying, and move on, right? Sometimes things like inspections and appraisals, that's not a personal feedback, but I still think it's something hard to receive. So like I said, so many things in your real estate business, right? Maybe clients are giving you tough feedback about maybe your performance. Maybe they don't like the way you interacted with them or how something you said uh, came across, right? How do you respond to that feedback, And I want to give you two quick examples of this, one in my personal life and one in my business about how people responded to feedback that I gave them. Now, in my business, as I thought about this episode, I really could have picked like 20 different instances, even from the last like month in my business where I was, you know, where I gave hard feedback or was given hard feedback. How did I respond? How did they respond? So anyway, I want to jump into it and share a couple examples with you. So I have a very good friend, been best friends with this person for really half my life. I think I met them um, when I was 15 years old, and we've been friends ever since. So about almost 20 years we've been friends. And I remember at one point sitting down with them, and I said, look, you've you've kind of been a jerk. Now, I didn't say it that way, right? We got together for lunch, and I just said, hey, you know, I don't know if you realize how you come across, but I don't like the way you've treated me. I don't like the way you've treated me and my wife when we're around, my kids, your wife and your kids, you always seem to be in a bad mood. 
you kind of look grumpy or given the death glare. And I think it makes it hard to be around you. Um, you look mad every time we're around. I don't like the way you treat your spouse, treat your kids. And so here's the thing. I've, I've built, I have relationship equity with this person from knowing them this long, but I was kind of nervous to give this tough feedback. And I knew going into this conversation that basically how this friend responded would dictate everything. Either A, he wouldn't own it. He wouldn't own any of it. It would make excuses, say it's all a misunderstanding, blame me, blame someone else, et cetera, right? That's what people do. But I also knew that if I was going to continue to be friends with him, I needed something different in our friendship, right? I didn't want to be friends with that person anymore if they were going to act that way. So again, been friends a long time. But so I basically knew going into this, either we're going to be much better friends or we're not going to be friends at all because of how you respond, right? And I really didn't know what was going to happen. And it was an emotional conversation, right? Whenever you're criticizing someone, imagine knowing someone 15, 20 years, whatever it is, and then, you know, sitting down. So anyway, we sat down and there certainly were things that were misinterpreted, right? Maybe I assumed he was angry and he was just tired. Maybe I assumed something in a text. And of course, text is hard to read because you read tone and you assume a lot and you can misconstrue things. But here is the biggest thing. And and I like I did apologize for things that I had made, you know, assumptions on that were not true. But here's the thing, guys. Here's the biggest piece of this for you all. He owned it. Now, yes, there were things that were a misunderstanding, right? Um, and we said, hey, it was a misunderstanding. We both apologized for the misunderstanding. But there were things that he knew that he said, you know what, John, you're right. I'm not treating you the right way. I haven't been treating my family the right way. I'm not you know, fun to be around. I've kind of been a grump, you know, and he kind of said, I'm sorry. I've been stressed at work. I'm tired. But here's the thing. He, he didn't just say, oh, I'm tired and make an excuse or I'm stressed at work and make an excuse. He owned it, right? He took that tough feedback and it was hard for him to receive for sure. And it was hard to take, but he took it, heard me out, didn't cut me off, right? He took that tough feedback, owned it and said, I'm sorry. You're right. And he apologized and said, I'll try to do better and work on it in the future. And here's the really cool part, guys. It really helped our relationship, right? We became much better friends because he heard the hard feedback, you know, applied it to his life and was more fun to be around. Wasn't a complete jerk every time I saw him. Now, again, some of it was a misunderstanding, but he owned what he could, okay? So that's one example in my personal life. I had another example recently in my business, Again, so many things that have come up in my business that I could share where I've had to have tough conversations, right? I have people that do work, all sorts of work for me between my real estate business, helping my business, my CRM, my clients, you know, getting contract to close all my deals, all all those kinds of things, have a great team around me, things I'm doing with the membership. I have people helping me build that with the podcast. I have people that help me get booked on podcasts, et cetera. But I recently had someone in my business do a job for me, and I I felt like during the course of the work, it was not a priority. You know, I felt like my work was not important, right? I felt like the person was being compensated for the work they were doing, and I just felt like the project was on the back burner. And so, again, if you're paying for a job in your business, you want it to be done and done in a timely manner. And so it really was hard, but I had to give this person some hard feedback. And I had to say, hey, maybe this is a misunderstanding, but I don't like that my project I've given you is not a priority, right? It's taken you a while to do. 
And I kind of said, like, this is really important for my business to grow. I've paid you to do this project, and it seems like you're just not getting it done, right? It was on the back burner, um, and they weren't prioritizing it. And so we had a few hard conversations Um but I just had to say, like, if this isn't the time for you to do this project, that's fine. But then I'd like a credit back for what I've paid or whatever it is. And I'd like to have someone else do this project. Now, the person ended up doing the project, did a great job. But here's the best part, right? They took that hard feedback and learned from it. And again, hard feedback, guys, it hurts to give, right? It wasn't fun. I wasn't looking forward to the conversation when I sat down with this person. It wasn't. It's not fun to give. It's not fun to receive. But you can learn a lot about the person by how they respond to that feedback. And if they take it, you learn a lot. And I'm so glad that this person and other people recently have taken that hard feedback, applied it, and we could continue working together to help my business grow and have success and help their business grow as well. So here's the point, guys. If you want to be a great realtor, you have to be willing to take that tough feedback like this friend, like this person that's been doing this project for me. You have to take it in, hear it, apply it, learn from it, and grow. You have to be willing to hear the hard things. And you're going to hear the hard things from your clients, from people that you work with, from people that you do business with. And if you want to be a great realtor, you will hear them out, right? Hear them out, which I think is so huge. Don't cut them off, right? Listen to them, own it, and learn from it, and then grow from it. So I hope you can think about this through these two examples. How are you handling tough feedback? How do you respond when someone tells you something you don't really want to hear? How do you respond to conflict, right? You know, and I fully believe that how you respond and handle feedback and tough conversations and hard things that are said to you, I firmly believe that if you handle those things well, you'll have success. And if you don't take that feedback well, and if you make excuses, you won't have success. And I, I see that every week in my business as I talk to realtors all across the country, the ones taking the hard feedback and applying it are learning and growing and having success. The ones blame shifting and making excuses are not having success. The people that aren't taking this hard feedback and applying it to their life. So I hope you can think about this in your real estate business and create success through it. Be the person that's willing to hear the hard feedback. Don't take it personally, right? Like understand that the person saying it has your best interests at heart and wants to you know, help you grow. So take this feedback, apply it to your business and in your life as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope this helps you, and I will see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.